0: Yeah, Star Trek does suck. <laughs> I'm probably just going to use the part where you said Star Trek does suck. Oh no, <laughs> fuck. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one, your only, Pepperoni. And joining me, as always, Via Dadalite, the daddy of Diaclone. Tony, did you wanna say hello to the people? Hi everybody.
1: How are you?
0: Hello. It's good. I'm sure you've said data
1: before, but it's it was really funny this time. Good. Like it was, it was fresh. It was new for me at it's, least,
0: but it felt good.
1: Yeah, memory memory of a goldfish though up in up in this brain bitch
0: oh absolutely i can't remember
1: shit right so i mean you could have you could have been saying light" every episode and i've been
0: like fresh and new i think i said it last episode of the one before and you're like "Ew, i hate it i think it was actually last episode (laughs) (laughs) yes okay
1: cool yeah yeah good good nothing happened
0: minor crisis Minor crisis averse, averted. Uh yeah, yesterday I or yesterday, last episode I said oh, okay. Datalite and you were offended wow. by it. Or the one before. Double
1: wow. I have no consistency whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it's like that movie fifty first mm. dates, but instead of me trying to fuck your butt in a sailboat, um I'm just tricking you into recording a podcast every week. Cool.
1: I you. like it. It works. <laughs>
0: that's what that movie was about I'm right sure it, was. it was about um the who's the guy who played the animal um rob schneider oh, fuck, yeah, it's, there we go. it's a movie about rob schneider trying to have sex with adam sandler <laughs> trust me this is all actually what happened in the film and drew barrymore is there to film it and let me tell you it is comedic gold wow uh
1: i think i saw yeah. parts of it when i was getting a haircut once which sounds really nice. weird for a thing to be on when you get a haircut.
0: Well, was it around the time Fifty First Dates came out? Because I feel like that would be the time where people thought it was just okay to, like, have, like, a portable DVD player and put it in their place of work and just, like, watch DVDs. Yeah, no, this was, like, last December. Yeah, where the hell did they get that portable DVD player from? I feel like they don't even make those anymore. No,
1: no, it was, like, uh, they had, like, a TV... Set up on like one of the walls, like on the like above the door. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. just like shit playing from there, and I guess it was Fifty First Dates. Nice, but I don't even know if it was like. Nice. nice. It might have just been like a Netflix
0: one or something like that. Like just. Just Adam Sandler in a tropical setting, being like ba yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Because <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that's what he does. What Remember a What a ledge. that was
1: like. The funniest shit ever. Anything Adam Sandler did. Again, that comes up every right, couple just a episodes, grown, but Yeah,
0: a grown man acting like a, a middle school yeah, kid. Brand new. So And somehow it was gold. Oh man, I watched so many absolute dog shit films in the last couple days. Oh yeah, um, which Star Wars wants and to do a talking about Adam Sandler... <laughs> No, we'll get to that Uh, later. Yeah, Um, what have you been watching? What's, uh... I watched watched fucking Biodome with Polly Shore. And let me tell you, there's something to be said for, like... You would think they would be rare and hard to come by, but many of my VHS tapes are, like, screener copies they sent to VHS rental places to be like, hey, buy more VHSs. You would think those wouldn't be everywhere, but they fucking are, and my version of Biodome has the, like, property of MGM, like, if you're viewing this copy, dial 1-800, someone stole this (laughs) tape, um... So, it's that version, and before the film plays, there's like this sales pitch video they're trying to sell uh, to video oh. rental places, and it's like, act now, and we'll send you a, a crate of Act <laughs> 2 popcorn. You can use it to merchandise these money-making hits. And oh my god, like, is it
1: still a valid deal? I hope so. Can we call them one episode? And... Well, quantities last, so I've got a oh. feeling
0: they ran out.
1: I think they didn't run out
0: when they're hyping biodome they're like starring funny man pauly shore oh, no. who who uh what did, how do they word it they're like with his presence alone being able to move almost 30,000 units and they're talking about like how many tapes pauly shore is worth to a rental place <laughs> and i was like that is fucking insane because like biodome's real bad like yeah, it is yeah. not good like pauly shore in general is not good but biodome is extra not good and just the fact that like they're trying their best to like market Polyshore Shore as like, dude, he's a fucking money maker, baby. You yeah. gotta order crates of Biodome You it's want gonna be this green. movie, you dumb idiot. Yeah, and then watching Biodome, it's just like, oh, Polyshore Shore is like really
1: rapey. It's weird. Oh no, not a- yeah. That was those were just the punchlines back then.
0: Yeah, where they like just walk up to uh, an objectively attractive looking woman and they're just like, what would it be like if I touched you? And you're like, what? That's not how you, uh, how you. And then like later at night, he like sneaks into their her bed and I'm just like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, Stop. No. But it's kind of weird that that. Was also the punchline back in the like Revenge of the Nerds days, a little bit too. Yeah. It's just like, what if this goofy, funny man grabbed a tit? And that's like, (laughs) that's from the beginning
1: of the 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 DVD, your VHS again. Yeah.
0: Um, Oh my god. um, Just like painfully honest movie trailers. It's like, watch a grown man behave like a child and try to grab a tit. (laughs) (laughs) Settle in for Biodome.
1: Yeah, Shit. Yeah. Actually, I think I have a couple of those screeners too, like, mm-hmm. um, my, like, sealed VHS of Blood Sea, C- or Blood, The Last Vampire, um, that's, like, a screener copy, which is weird, because it's an anime.
0: Is it, um, is it, like, manga home video?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Are you sure it's a screener, or, like, does it have the do not... Like, if you're seeing this... Do not
1: use this video type of thing. It's somewhere, hang on. It's somewhere in
0: here. Just because I've got a feeling that, um... Whoa, I'm just adjusting my sliders. My speakers were too loud. Headphones uh, too loud. Um, I've got
1: Braxis, i got Last Action Hero. But, uh... Yeah, here it is.
0: Okay, it is a screener? Because I feel like manga... Manga entertainment videos, they're... Their movie, tra- their video trailers mm-hmm. almost sales pitch it that way. Like, if you turn on a manga entertainment video, it's going to be like, prepare to be annihilated by the power of manga video. And then, like, oh. Matrix-ass, like, yeah, starts shit. playing. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, okay. Someone please sample that and make a song out of it. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm. No, I'm no, no.
1: Totally good. Yeah, Blood the Last Vampire, full-length screening cassette for promotional use only, not for sale or rental. Cool. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, order date, August 16th, 2001. Street date, September 4th, 2001. Yeah. It says something in there. Uh, Includes documentary on the making of this movie. That's kind of cool.
0: One thing that I remember about Blood the Last Vampire, I have a copy of it, but I think it's back at my mom's. I yeah. fucking love that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's kind of just an episode of a thing. Like what? it's like it's only 30 something minutes long, right? You mean
1: it's a standalone? Right. <laughs> yeah, it says it's what? Oh, it says it's 85 minutes. But it also minutes. says includes documentary, so I don't know if it's
0: like. I think the actual runtime of Blood: The Last Vampire is like like thirty minutes. Okay. Well, which which is fine. It's great, start to finish. It's amazing. Yeah. But like, it leaves me wanting. Like, I wish it was longer. Well, I remember the manga you
1: know? went for quite a bit, and then uh, I think yeah, this movie is like an OVA, really, more than right, anything. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, it's. Uh, I remember liking it a lot, and then Blood C came out, which was like the video that was on every like anime what the fuck gross out compilation, because right. it had like the monsters that were just like eating schoolgirls and shit like that. And like the bunny do. blender. Remember the bunny blender?
0: No, I don't remember the bunny blender. Okay,
1: well it's not as bad as it sounds because it's giant bunny monsters that have. Clawed hands that turn into blenders, and they just like mm. puree people.
0: Gross. Cool. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh man! And speaking of movies that are too fucking long, that uh, I don't wish or I do wish were only thirty minutes. Oh yeah what What are you gonna tell me all about? This is not a segue to talking about Star Wars. I'm not there yet. What I the just fuck? watched. Oh my god! <laughs> I just watched. Uh, the fucking Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, no. It's so long. It is much longer than it has any right well, to be. Well,
1: every d and session is way longer than it should be, so it makes sense that the movie would also... But
0: you don't like d d or fun, so... I, I like CY. both
1: of those things.
0: <laughs> Fuck you. So... Um, so yeah, enjoy using console commands in video games to have a power fantasy Tony because you you're not ready for this 2-hour session of Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> the movie. Wait, are you making fun of uh, me
1: using console commands or
0: Yeah. Um oh, yeah. so Dungeons and Dragons the movie. Oh my god, it I feel like I watched a bunch of movies that fall into like a very similar category and it's A little bit of an amorphous category. I don't know where the boundaries of it begin and end. Right. But I'll just tell you the movies I watched, and I think by the end of this list of two or three, you'll be like, oh, I get why there's something similar about all of those Like a connecting thread. Yeah. So, Biodome. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons, the movie. Yep. Titan AE. Okay. And there's one more that I'm forgetting. Oh, well,
1: Titan is a good
0: one, so oh uh the fifth element
1: uh all the movies are critically panned yes oh okay cool
0: nailed it um, that that is one element that is uh one of the fifth elements. some yeah some say it's the fifth element being critically panned <laughs> oh man our podcast is the fifth
1: element oh uh, ah wait hey i thought i mean i love the fifth element and everyone i know that also loves the fifth element loves the fifth element
0: yeah so Did it's hard to get a gauge like on the fifth the element fifth element is is us um, okay I just needed to say that out loud the fifth S- element is us is us um, just really because so I need to have an a cummies episode is the fifth title Uh... I think I think when it came out it wasn't that well received and then I think like DVD home video kind of turned it into this like overnight cult classic okay. where like it didn't do well in the theaters but it did well at, at the home rental and and and, and DVD purchases. Right, right. But yeah, um we can't say the same for Dungeons and Dragons nor can we say the same for Biodome. Mm, um, okay. Or Titan Titan A.E. was just like a straight up bomb. But I feel like it's starting to get its sort of cult status.
1: Yeah, I, well, because I remember, well, I think like a lot of people were like, ah, this is just Treasure Planet or something. Because those two came out like way too close to each other.
0: Yeah, uh, Titan A is an interesting one because it was the last thing Don Bluth did, which is kind of a shame that the last thing he did wasn't like a huge, like renowned film because like he he made so many amazing things that Mm. to have his like final film kind of be a wet fart is kind of like the uh, um, it's kind of like the Sean Connery. Uh, story arc where it ends on just a shit note and it's just like alright peace <laughs> Oh like, no so I assume like, you didn't
1: like Titan
0: AE. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was dog shit. Um no Titan AE rocks. I like Titan AE.
1: <laughs> Conversational whiplash again. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: No I, I like I like Titan AE a lot. But like critically and mm. to most people, like most people don't like it. Really? I
1: thought yeah. everyone
0: loved it. It's what has it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I think a three. Oh uh, well, that doesn't count. It's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, Titan A.E. is pretty cool. I can I can see its flaws, but like, whatever, they're not yeah. that hard to look past. Like, right, right. A little bit of the um, the like digital animation meeting traditional animation. A little bit of that is jarring because it doesn't like. It's not quite smooth. Yeah, I remember it not fit.
1: being as smooth as it is now. But it was also, like, yeah. pretty early on for doing stuff like that. Especially but it's for, like, like, a movie.
0: Yeah, it's, like, Don fucking Bluth, so, like, the character animation's fucking wonderful. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. So.
0: And it does tread this weird line where it's, like it's not really a cartoon for kids it's more a cartoon for like teenagers yeah and at that point i guess teenagers are moving out of animated things and into more um... more
1: paulie shore talking about touching tits
0: right more no. paulie shore being like how about i nibble on some grande or whatever like fucking made up <laughs> nonsense word he says <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how Uh. about I'm accidentally famous because of my really famous mom? (laughs) Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, his family owns the comedy store in LA.
1: Oh, fuck me. And I think
0: they got him his start at, um, at MTV and he was like an MTV personality and then did a bunch of movies that Mm. did really well according to that, uh, VHS promo that I saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. The promo never lies. (laughs) This has been a very messy conversation about VHS tapes. I hope Always that's okay is, with you. is,
1: baby.
0: Uh, so I do have a movie that I planned to talk about because all of that was just off the cuff. Okay, and what
1: movie is it now? Because I have no idea what it is and I think I know what it is.
0: The Exorcist. No, I'm just ah. talking with you. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to put a little stamp, a little time stamp on our... On our uh Okay. On our editing thing, because I'm probably gonna add music to this part. Ooh, we're <laughs> I'm gonna fancy. talk about I'm gonna talk about Star Wars, <gasps> baby. Oh shit! So a little preface before I get into this, because I wrote like a whole thing mm. that I want to talk about. So a little preface before we get into it. I'm gonna be talking about Star Wars Solo, a uh, Star Wars story or whatever it's called. Solo a hand, Solo tale. A Han Solo Solo tale about Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So, before I get into this, I want to say to all the listeners, if you like this film, turn off Please, (laughs) Please don't be offended at the next uh, 15 to 20 to 30 minutes where I'm going to shit on it and then Tony's going to ask me to explain myself. Okay. Or maybe not. Maybe Tony's just going to crack his knuckles and sit back and transform a Transformer. I wouldn't judge him either way. Yeah, but my, I, my fucking attention
1: span. Gone.
0: He'd, he'd have already forgot which Star Wars movie I'm going to talk about. Yeah, um, Rogue One, right? Right. So, fans of Solo, I apologize if you like this film. And your opinions, your thoughts, and your feelings about this film are totally valid. That being said, I'm going to take a big old dump on this movie. I think you can just um, say
1: fan of Solo. What?
0: What but did statistically, I
1: Statistically, there has to be just one.
0: <laughs> Got <Like>. him. <laughs> uh, well, that being said, everyone I've talked to in IRL about Solo, which is quite a few because I work in a toy store, Yeah. Uh, everyone I've talked to have been like, it's pretty good. Really? Which is weird. Not what I expected. Yeah. Um... And then I let them explain themselves, and I was like, huh, all right. Okay.
1: Um, uh, I think this is the one that I still haven't seen.
0: Oh, are you okay if I ruin every bit of it? Of course. Okay, cool. I've never so, been
1: one to shy away from spoilers. I, I Sometimes I look up spoilers before I even watch a thing.
0: Spoiler alert, you've told the people this many times.
1: Uh yeah, again, attention span no longer exists.
0: <laughs> okay, so my my little thing that I've written up here. So so my biggest problem with solo as a whole is that solo feels like a fan fiction that they made with a budget. Okay. It feels like if I had to If someone gave me like 15 minutes and they're like, dude, we need you to bang out a a script for a Han Solo origin movie, go. This is exactly what I'd write. And I would be very ashamed of myself for handing in such untidy homework. So, okay, are you ready? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Okay, the music begins. Okay, cool. Picture a Star Wars. Okay. where han solo is played by almost chris pratt Ew. diet chris pratt
1: i mean it's better than regular chris pratt i guess chris pratt zero
0: if you will
1: i think i'd prefer a knockoff chris pratt to be the regular
0: one at this point awesome you're, you're already ready for this script oh, sick. and he's in love high school style with the mother of dragons from game of thrones Solo is a scoundrel. He steals a speeder and puts his lucky dice jangly things on the rear view mirror. Right. When he gets back to the crud hole he lives in, he lies to a water centipede. He says he's... he's, He says he's lying about the rock he's holding and he says it's a thermal detonator. It's a
1: water centipede?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So as he's radiating his big Chris Pratt energy, he throws the rock through the window because the bad guys hate sunlight. So there's a big chase, and it ends with cool guy Han Solo telling girlfriend Dragon Mother he'll come back to the planet and rescue her. Pretty good start, right?
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this water centipede. Like, what does it look like? Is it it, just like a big centipede in a vat of water? Or is it like a centipede made out of... Water that's sentient, kind of like in the, like abyss? the abyss. Yeah, like no,
0: abyss. um, no, the first one you said, it's oh, like hot there's tub a big centipede. Got it, there's a hot, hot tub centipede. Fucking okay, gross. But, so he gets right. separated from his girlfriend and says he's gonna come back with her. Okay, so, so on a whim, Han Solo joins the bad guys so he can get off world. And the space Nazi is like, What's your last name? and he's like, I don't got one because I'm a Sigma male, and then he's like. Your last name's now Solo. Flash forward. He's fighting in the war. A star war. But he's all sassy like, heck, maybe we're the bad guys. So then the Empire guys throw him in the monster pit. But they got monster this. Now. The monster pit. In the monster pit, it's Chewbacca. And they become best friends and they escape the monster pit with Woody Harrelson any questions so far uh are
1: there like other monsters in the monster pit or was chewbacca just supposed to be the monster
0: just chewbacca covered in mud the
1: fuck that's just like space racist you right right space nazis okay cool right, yeah right, go on right.
0: okay so woody harrelson is all southern and cool and he's like hey you want to watch Let's me and my southern. wife bang oh that's fucking J.K., we're gonna rob a train, and then guess what? He gives him his iconic blaster.
1: Wait, was the cuckolstery, like, a bit or an actual reference in the movie?
0: Yeah, there's, like, a scene where Woody Harrelson and his, like, bandit wife are, like, rubbing each other's knees, and the bandit wife, like, looks over at Han Solo and is like, It's a lonely life out here. You better find some fucking bussy to bang. And then there's like an awkward scene where the space pilot with multiple arms that I don't even think I reference in yeah, the little speech thing here. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, you gotta find that good, good bussy. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, this movie, yeah, this movie's ass. It's like okay. horny. <laughs> so they rob a train, but then a bunch of people die and it doesn't matter because they were super underdeveloped and uninteresting and they die because space pirates show up. Oh
1: yeah, that, that's pretty normal.
0: And then, like, they're dead. Oh, no. Characters. Everybody's dead. Oh, no. But then, because they failed their mission, they owe a spooky crime guy lots of space fuel.
1: Oh, so they fucked up. They didn't even... Yeah. They didn't even
0: heist good. Yeah, they didn't even heist good. They failed their heist. Okay, then crime guy. They meet crime guy, and he's having lots of sex with Han Solo's former girlfriend, the dragon lady. (laughs) So, for a bit, Han Solo is no longer Sigma and becomes Beta because the crime guy is literally cucking him. So, they decide to steal space gas to, rep- <laughs> to appease the alpha in the room. It's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Huh. All right. All right. Fuck. Oh, laughing at my own jokes. I guess that's part of podcasting. Okay. (laughs) Composure. I got this. Okay. So they're going to steal him some space gas. So they go and meet Lando. And he is cool, even though the robot that's his companion isn't. And Han wins at gambling pretty good. And then Lando agrees to work with him. So the beta status shifts to Lando because Han got his Sigma groove back.
1: Okay, at what point are we in the movie at this part? like halfway uh, one third?
0: I think're we're, we're yeah, we're like halfway. Holy
1: shit, that's a lot going on.
0: Yeah, well, halfway point. There, there's like a heist and yeah. then a series of double crosses coming and then oh, it's yeah. over. Okay so <laughs> So then they go to a space prison to steal space fuel because they use the prisoners to make space fuel.
1: Like out of their bodies, or they're just
0: like they're just like workers in a mine.
1: Oh, okay. they don't they don't like gooify the prisoners.
0: No, they don't turn them into space fuel, which would be fucking dope. That would have been way it's, better. It it's be more right of much like much a time Total time. Recall, like weird mining corridors on Mars kind of thing. Uh, oh
1: yeah, yeah. Total Recall
0: is probably a better movie. So they go to steal the space fuel, and then the unlikable robot dies, which is what? super no. cool. Yeah, there's, like, literally a scene where, okay, so, I didn't write any of this down, but, like, yeah, Lando, Lando has a space robot. Like, you know how every Star Wars crew needs, like, a quirky droid?
1: Yeah, the sex fuck. Pardon me? Yeah, he he does sex on the robot. No? Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah, it's, like, a thing. That's, that's the only weird outrage I heard about from this movie, is they're like, why is Lando fucking the robot? And it's like, I'm sure the robot... Is fucking Lando.
0: I mean, if it, that were the case, yeah, I guess. He's not fucking the robot, though.
1: What? Oh, my God. That was, like, my like, only, like, one redeeming thing for this movie. Like,
0: he inexplicably, inexplicably loves said robot, which is why when, like, the really unlikable, hateable robot gets goonched with a bunch of lasers, there's a really dumb scene of Lando, like, running through a battlefield to scoop up the remains of this shitty robot nobody liked. And then he's like i loved you shitty robot
1: yeah yeah, they were sex making on you no but
0: before that scene she says she's not attracted to him
1: oh then so it's one-sided fuck people that you're not attracted to
0: so he uploads the robot into the ship's computer or something it's really it's really just there for no reason anyways uh <laughs> okay, they escape the planet and then they run into the Empire. So, to escape some more, they need to do the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. Okay. Doing the Kessel run involves outflying the TIE fighters and get this Cthulhu.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a space
0: then when they get to the fuel refinery to refine the fuel for the angry crime lord guy it turns out the pirates are there but they're not the bad guys anymore so han says they can have the space fuel because he double crosses the crime guy then Woody Harrelson is like, I'm out because I'm gonna go hang out with Jabba the Hutt. But that was a lie, because he double-crosses Han Solo, but the dragon lady double-crosses the bad guy and then kills Woody Harrelson, and then the whole time Darth Maul was behind it.
1: Well, Darth fucking Maul was... Oh, God. Like, I know there's a hologram of him, but, like...
0: There's five double-crosses in the span of 15 minutes. That's
1: exhausting.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking... Uh, it's fine like I don't care that um, they brought Maul into it cause whatever he can be like the, the secret guy behind the scenes that's fine but he basically hops on a zoom call with the mother of dragons and is like turns out I was the bad guy the whole time then he stands up and like turns on his lightsaber for a bit and he's just like I'm cool and then turns off his lightsaber and then sits back down and just like see you later oh how do, I, how do I close this app and then he like turns it off oh my god dude why on earth would he turn his lightsaber on for a zoom call
1: yeah also i, I think i saw like so i know he was in there and i knew there was a zoom call yeah and like all the holograms are like blue like that's just right. how star wars holograms too right and i remember seeing when he turned the lightsaber on it turned red right and it's like that doesn't make sense in the canon at all right and it forced Uh, me to say something like that doesn't make sense in the canon right so i feel like a dumb idiot saying shit like like canon or canonically about star wars that's gross
0: okay so so at the end han solo everybody he loved or liked double crossed him yeah. Except Chewie, Chewie's just hanging. Yeah, Chewie's cool. Like literally, like Lando bails on him in his yeah. time of need. Uh <laughs> Space Woody Harrelson, who like is a father figure throughout the whole film, is like, turns out I'm a piece of shit. And then they have a shootout and he kills him. And then yeah, his space girlfriend just like bails. She just like steals the like. The ship of the crime lord and is like I'm the new crime lord and just like flies off.
1: Oh, I wonder if we ever see her again in anything else. I'm shaking my head, uh, dear listener.
0: <laughs> shaking my head. Okay, now let me finish this up. Okay, <laughs> and, yeah, sorry, sorry. And then, just so Han Solo doesn't look like a total loser, he beats Lando at cards and wins the Falcon and becomes an alpha. The end. That's the crit
1: So they like really just didn't need to make this movie, huh?
0: No, it's okay. total butts it's, it's it's really fucking. Oh bad. no,
1: I dropped my phone. Oh, okay. Uh it's it's
0: really it's really, uh, it's it's really it's really fucking bad. Um, one thing I will say for it. Like, yeah. the design elements, character design, ship design, all of the stuff they designed in yeah. this world looks really good and fits fairly well, other than a few things that seem a little bit disjointed. Like, I mean, the the Zoom calls now having color just for the benefit of Darth Maul, yeah, and, like... Dumb there's one scene where there's like a holographic video being like, join the empire today. And in the join the empire today, they're doing the like Imperial March song, but it's oh. like playing like propaganda. And I was like, that's kind of neat, but that's also kind of just like a thing I never considered. Like the music of star Wars, I always figured was a way to package and, and, and feed a scene to somebody. Yeah. Exactly. And I never thought of like the Imperials walking down and that music blaring. It was <laughs> just like, you know? I, I like
1: the idea of it being like just a quiet hangar with like the squeaks of the boots. Of eek like eek 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 eek. You hear like someone cough in the background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a soft fart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the hum <laughs> of the, the Star Destroyer just, you know, vibing. Yep.
0: Yeah, like I never pictured the score of the movie being in-world music, other than like music at Jabba's palace or the Cantina band or things like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that makes sense.
0: So when it played there, it was just weird for me because I'm like, huh,
1: never thought of it that way. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still um, not gonna think of it that way.
0: Yeah, please don't. Um, yeah, that's good. yeah. So design-wise, um, everything about it was fine. Um, like the world meshed. The it it felt good and like uh it had a cohesion to it it felt star wars-y okay but like yeah just the sort of like if you were watching that film i guarantee you could call out the moments as they happen where it's like we're gonna put him in the monster pit and you would be like i bet you chewbacca's in that pit or it's like (laughs) or it's like oh whoa we need a ship oh i bet you he's gonna go gamble with lando calrissian Mm. like it's just like it's It's very obvious. There's no surprises. And then, like, the the double crosses at the very end where everyone's double-crossing each other also felt really obvious and, like, unearned because, like, we spend the whole movie getting to know Han's girlfriend and they, like, they do have a chemistry. And then so when she just, like, double-crosses him at the end, you're just kind of like, oh, all right. Like, it feels, like, kind of out of character at that point because it's, like... You've killed your master and you're done. I guess like the the argument for that could be like, oh, because it's really Darth Maul who's the leader, she's not really free. She just killed her boss and his boss still owns her because she is like a slave.
1: Oh, uh, okay. All right.
0: Even sure. though Star, Star Wars <clears throat> stopped using the S word.
1: Only for their ships, apparently.
0: And outfits that Leia has worn in the past.
1: Ah, uh, Yes. it's just the leia outfit now
0: (laughs) yeah it's just leia's beachwear
1: uh the fuckini
0: (laughs) yeah so sorry listeners if that's a star wars film you like and please do tell me all the reasons why you do enjoy it and i would love to have a conversation about it but yeah it's just like very obvious and then like quirky droid is quirky and then quirky droid dies oh no it's like very just paint by numbers Right, right. Bucks. Yeah. Rest in peace, sexy robot. You've never even seen the movie.
1: No, but I know what she looks like.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, Trust me. They, they when, make toys. Like, it's... <laughs> when, you, when you get to meet this robot's personality, you will no longer feel the same way.
1: Oh, excellent. Okay, good. They're, they're so fucking hateable, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're just the absolute worst. Get the um, robot's
1: slightly dildo-shaped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's weird. It's weird and bad. I don't like it. I don't cool. like it.
1: All right. Cool. Good. Good. Yeah. Movies are... Uh,
0: throw them all in the trash. Just stop watching movies. Just watch Titan A.E. You'll have a better time. Yeah.
1: There, there you go. Mm-hmm. Or Disney's version of Titan A.E. Treasure Planet. Right. Yeah. Now that's a movie that had double crosses.
0: I don't know if I ever saw Treasure Planet.
1: Oh. It's like... I I mean, I remember I would get them mixed up in my head as a kid.
0: So, like, similar plot where it's like, you're the one who's gonna find the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, so you got the thing in your body or skin or something.
0: But, uh, Treasure Planet has more of, like, a clockwork, um, steampunk kind of thing going on, right? Treasure Planet?
1: Uh, you mean, like, lots of browns and beiges?
0: yeah and like things have sails for no reason and stuff.
1: oh, I thought that was Titan A again. no, oh fuck, well uh okay, yeah <laughs> well it's it's like I mean it's supposed or to am be I like, confusing it with Atlantis island. now? No, Atlantis did have water, okay, <laughs> no, I think they had solar sails or something like that, okay, which maybe James that was Cameron was like jacking off to like, I'll write that down, put that in my shitty movie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, space is dumb.
1: Yeah, space fucking sucks.
0: Exploring space in a semi-fantastical setting is silly.
1: Ugh, no thank you. <laughs>
0: Star Wars is silly. Uh, I did watch Rogue One as well, and Rogue One fucking slaps. Yeah,
1: you love Rogue, Rogue Run. I do. Rogue Runner.
0: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, a good one. It's a good one. Good film. And, like, their quir- quirky robot, totally fine. Yeah. I like that quirky robot.
1: Do you like that quirky robot only because he's a
0: man? No, I like that quirky robot because he's subtle. Oh, that's okay. That's why I, that's uh, why I like him.
1: No, that's not allowed anymore.
0: Yeah, the uh, the other quirky robot. Um, actually, when you said the man comment, um, that's something that robot probably would have said too. Excellent. There's like a, there's like a weird like. not feminist edge to that robot, but, like, a weird... I think it's trying to, like, parody and parallel extreme feminism under the guise of robots, like robot sentience and freedom. It's kind of weird. Yeah,
1: it's, like... Weird spot for Star Wars to go.
0: Right. It's a very strange... um, It's just a very strange thing to sort of shoehorn into that character mm-hmm. and they do free robots which i guess as part of the story that's a thing that happens but like yeah there's a weird there's a weirdness going on there and a okay. comfortable weirdness um so
1: would it just been better if lando and the robot were fucking
0: it would have been so much better if robot that's and I'm lando were say doing the dirty thing for, thing. Sure. <laughs> for sure for sure because then like you know we get to see Lando's bare ass
1: yeah just plowing into a grease pit
0: <laughs> oh my goodness hey did you get any toys before? uh
1: yeah I did actually I ended up uh I think last episode I, I loosely said I'm gonna go like antique thrift shopping or something like that
0: right right
1: and I did uh oh. out in Fort Langley there is so there's like a bunch of weird historic sites in bc and some of them have like turned into like kind of cute little it's it's basically like a hallmark movie like a hallmark christmas movie town now
0: that's victoria they film all those here
1: no they they film all those in fort langley okay i guess they probably do half and a half like this this looks like a like an old like a like a small quaint town right like it's it's one of those type of places Right. Um but there's also a, an antique mall where it's like it's just a big warehouse where there's little booths and independent people have booths and they like number them up and the owners of the place are like
0: Oh like the yeah. place I was in uh in in Edmonton with all the racist toys.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only saw a couple of racist toys.
0: Nice. (laughs) Were most of them WWE wrestling figures? No,
1: I didn't forget any of those. No, these were like, let's just say, plush dolls from England.
0: Right, right. Yeah. uh, I was was talking about WWE wrestler toys and how I'm like, the toy in and of itself is fine, Mm. but within the greater context of wrestling... The wrestling narrative is so fucked up for like, for like 30 years. Wrestling was like, like American wrestler is good guy. Guy from foreign country is bad guy. And it's just like, here come the Russians. Here come the, yeah, that just goes like on and on and on. And just like, like everyone is just the most heinous stereotype of what a person from a place could be. Like, wasn't, wasn't the Japanese wrestler just like a sumo wrestler? Yeah. Well. That sounds about yeah. right. Anyways, wrestling is fucking racist. Fight me on it. <laughs> um, the toys themselves are just representations of those characters. They're so in a vacuum the toys proxy. are fine. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. Sorry, I hijacked that a bit. Antique No Mo. no,
1: totally cool. Uh yeah, I, I I'm not a big wrestler guy, I never really was. So that's not anything that I like look out for. Mm. Uh but like I was kinda hoping to find some like well I was hoping to find some 90s Joes. Uh, I was hoping to find some vintage Star Wars guys for you that weren't, like, too horribly priced. Um, mm. So that being said, I didn't pick up anything for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fair. That's fair.
1: Uh, I almost did, though. There's uh, There was one booth. I ended up getting pretty much everything at this one, one guy's booth. Uh, and I remember I went there, like, about a year ago or earlier this year. And there was some cool stuff, uh, but, like, there's a couple things that I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to roll the dice on these, so we'll just go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they still had a few things that I remember seeing, and a few newer ones. Uh, so I did pick up four vintage Joes, or uh, four 90s Joes in pretty good condition. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good price. Uh, I, I dug through, like, his buckets of Joes, and, like... I don't want to say they were like collector prices cause that's like too high but they were definitely like not like flea market prices you know yeah, it was like, well, it was like
0: Joe, Joe is in the midst of a huge renaissance where like even the arguably bad Joes which are the stuff we like even yeah. like the 90s ass neon guys like their prices are climbing just cause everybody wants Joe because of how successful um, Black Series was movie.
1: Oh, Black Series, yeah, yeah. Or uh, you, Classified Series, sorry. I thought you were going to say the movie, and I'm like, no, that should have dropped the prices down again.
0: <laughs> well, like, I, I think we, when they first announced the Classified Series, I think we said this will be the turning point for Joe, where either Joe dies cold mm-hmm. in the water or has a huge resurgence, and we're definitely seeing that huge resurgence. I think
1: so. I think It's weird because, like... Yeah, like, they're selling really well, but they're not flying off the shelves anymore.
0: Well, it's popular to a point where, like, um... They can
1: keep making new ones.
0: (laughs) They can keep making new ones, and Hasbro Pulse can, like, pretend crowdfunding is a thing they need and make Joe stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, good point. What are they crowdfunding
0: now? They're crowdfunding the, uh, the Jet.
1: Oh, fuck, okay. Um,
0: the, I can't remember its name, the Strife, is that what it's called? The one that's, like, basically the Jet from Top Gun?
1: Probably I don't know I don't do the vehicles. Just,
0: yeah, but no they're space for that. they're doing. I think it's a test run. They're gonna test how popular the concept is because they're doing, uh, three point seven five O ring Joes that go with it.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh,
0: and if it gets enough crowdfunding, which is funny because they don't fucking need it, they're Hasbro. Nope. Um oh, They'll they'll throw in a pit crew with the wavy wands. Oh, that's kind of fun. I
1: wonder though, is this okay? do you think and this isn't to try to justify just to understand right do you think they're doing the crowdfunding as like a guarantee that people will buy this shit so like if they were to make these and they end up like not selling and they end up on like deep clearance and shit like that they're like well fuck no one's buying this so therefore no one's buying anything from this line so do you think the crowdfunding let some kind of free up whatever the like budget would be for the normal shit to keep making the normal shit.
0: Oh, like do I think the overpriced Unicrons soak up the hits for lines of Transformers that don't do well? Yeah. No, I think the price to produce a toy, even if they sold every toy they made on deep clearance, they're making their money.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Well, like
0: I don't, I don't reckon a classified figure costs Hasbro more than like a dollar to make
1: okay yeah that that's fair that's fair hmm. Hmm.
0: just because of how production is and like they own their means of production right like Hasbro owns their factories so like, right right they're able to produce toys at a level and a magnitude that like others simply aren't so even if sales dwindle for a line mm-hmm. I think even if stores blow them out on, like, the most clearance, they're still making their money.
1: That's true. That, and, like, it is ultimately, like, the stores that pay up front, so.
0: Right. So, like, yeah, like, uh, what is it, Toys R Us? Toys R Us is probably paying, like, probably five bucks a figure kind of thing. Right, right. So, like, Hasbro's already made their money, so. Yeah, facts. Yeah.
1: Cool, well, uh, yeah, so, fuck crowdfunding then, in that case. We're back on that again. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I found some Joes. They were 90s, they were great, that was awesome. Uh, found some, I found an ExoForce figure.
0: Oh, that's cool. Like, the dude or his mech?
1: Both. A cool. dude in his mech. It was just oh, missing, yeah. I think, two of the projectiles, but, like, everything else was there, and it was, like... Nice. Ten bucks. I was like, fuck, okay. Cool. (laughs) Uh, It was one of the bad guys. I think it was, like, the main bad guy with, like, the stealth mech, so...
0: Oh, is his mech got some, like, purples and blues on it, and his head is, like, purple and blue?
1: green, and he is... it has got, like, claw
0: claw hands on the mech? No,
1: it wasn't the claw hand one. It's the one with, like, the two missile launchers, and then the secret missiles that, like, come up on the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I know which one you're talking about. I used to have the one with like the claws, and that one was fucking rad. Yeah, that thing rocked. Uh this is like the other bad guy one. So, still,
0: also, so cool. Not to dwell too long on crowdfunding, but okay. <laughs> um, I think I know why they do it.
1: Okay, because they I, can.
0: I think it's to drum up hype and excitement about a toy release. Uh, it makes everybody feel like they're a part of something getting it funded even though like literally every single thing they've done has been funded and unicron suspiciously funded itself in the last day so (laughs) when it had like a third to go so i think it's just a way to get people excited to spend money because if like you if you just saw jabba's sail barge on a shelf you'd be like oh man i want that but it's 800 bucks (laughs) <laughs> but if you're a part of a crowdfunding experience where it's like, oh, we can get this done, let's get this toy, then you're, like, more happy about parting with that money.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get, I, I get that. That makes sense.
0: That's my logic, yeah, anyways.
1: Better. I mean, it's still shitty, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you found yourself an Skipping Exo Boy. Food.
1: Yeah, so that was cool. Um, And then I posted the picture on the Discord, and... I messaged you about it as well. So I was like, there's this thing that was here last time. It's really fucking cool. I don't know if I should roll the dice on it. And then I decided to roll the dice on it. And I will tell you what it is that I dice rolled
0: on. Such a mystery.
1: I'm a mysterious guy. What can I say? Uh, it was the RoboStrux by Tomy Radox figure. Okay, uh, now, Robostrux was the North American name for Zoids.
0: oh, yeah, Ooh. so I bought
1: a vintage Zoids figure now, it was boxed, so it was the box, and the dude had it with like all the board game stuff, mm. so I took a quick peek inside, saw that there were runners. But I also saw that there were a few parts that were, like, pre-built. Uh, and a few loose bits here and there. And I was like, I don't know, man. I, is it worth the risk to get this to only have, like, half the pieces? Right. Uh, but it was still there. And I kept looking at it. And I kept thinking about it. I'm like, I had... Mm, you know what? F- fuck it. Let's, it looks most... And I saw that it still had, like, the gold pilots. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'll do it. It's, like, it wasn't too expensive, but it was still... It was, like, 50 bucks. Right. Uh, And I did a quick eBay look to see how much they were going for, and, like, incomplete, they were going for more than 50 bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'll I'll roll the dice and see what happens. Uh, And I'm so glad I did, because not only was it complete, uh, but it was a fully functional... Everything works perfect. There's no battery corrosion. I don't even think a battery was put into the pack. Perfect. Because uh, it was like half built. So I finished up the rest of it. I attached all the bits on there. And it walks. It's beautiful. It's wonderful.
0: So what's the name of the specific Zoid that you got?
1: Uh, You know, I need to look and see what the Zoid name is. Because, uh, yeah, Radox is the... Robo name. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Oh, wow. Uh, the Stegosaurus one. Someone's asking almost $600 for.
0: That's cool. Uh, yeah, so for those of you listening at home who don't know what a Zoid is, a Zoid is the best way to describe it it's like if a dino rider got was
1: a robot
0: got sexified by a a kenner endoskeleton (laughs) from (laughs) team fortress 2 wait team fortress 2 my brain is mush terminator Mm -hmm. 2 it's like if you know valve made a game called team fortress 2 and you could be a robot dinosaur um I've helped no one listening at home who doesn't know what a Zoid is. <laughs> Zoids Zoids are rad robot dinosaurs from the 80s.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. But they just kept re- re-releasing them. Yeah. Uh, picture
0: yeah, picture dino riders, but like... Cooler. Like, ro- robotified more.
1: Yeah. Uh, and like, Tommy with this line... Like, I know it was like they were doing a whole bunch of different things. Like, I think it's the same drivers that Multimac uses... Mm -hmm. um and then there was like because there's like a
0: little cockpit that you put a little silver dude in right yeah yeah exactly
1: uh so the the original zoid name uh is salamander so it's the salamander zoid and it looks like the original one is like blue and like very light almost white like a gray that's almost white right uh this one is like earth tones it's maroon brown beige and all the like Chrome bits are a gold chrome
0: right i don't
1: know man i it's like the same color as like a 70s basement and i fucking love it
0: that sounds wonderful
1: so like all the bad guy robostruxes is are that color scheme Mm. and i just i just want them all now
0: and so so what you you bought this thing for how much
1: 50 bones Canadian which I think is $3 American
0: $4 USD um um, and then looking online these guys sell for like 600 bones
1: yeah quite a bit more like if it was like complete like if the baggies weren't unopened it would be like 600 bucks but like okay it uh, I definitely think it was worth more than what it was priced at which is nice right um yeah
0: it always feels good when you get a screaming deal on on a, yeah, on a, thing
1: you, on a thing you really want. On a thing I really want, and then there was also before I left as well. Uh, I noticed, kind of standing on its side, was a Transformers G1 Star Saber.
0: Ah, we love Star Saber. We
1: do. uh and I was like, can I take a look at them I want to see the condition. And I was like, fuck, it's I. It wasn't too, too much, but it was still, like, it was one of those, like, this is also a bit of a dice roll, um, but, yeah, I, I looked at it, I looked at the condition, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna kick myself if I don't get this, so, I jumped on that as well. What uh,
0: he's a little bit- What was the, what was the damage on it? Don't worry about it. I need to know. That was a hondo. That's a really good price.
1: I fucking know. It's a really fucking good price. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good price. So Holy like, shit! Hell yeah! I was like, yeah, I need to jump on that. So I jumped on it, and uh, it needs a little bit of cleaning. But I did like just some like some Q-tip and water cleaning, and all the like scum was coming off of it nicely. So I think if I do a like a seventy percent alcohol Q-tip rub it be yeah, fine. As, as long
0: as you don't hit any of his stickers with the alcohol it'll be fine
1: oh no i'm actually planning on like re-stickering them
0: oh okay well like you all the,
1: the stickers are pretty like roughed up
0: you should fucking dunk them in alcohol then yeah
1: probably uh some of uh, some of the screws are a bit loose um hey, aren't aren't they all for everybody uh but like yeah it's it's in pretty decent shape for what it is Fuck and yeah, I, man. You I had, have a die Atlas. I gotta have his boyfriend.
0: So. You got so many great pickups. That's an awesome toy week for you.
1: Vintage toy week. Hell yeah. Felt good. Uh I Did got a couple stuff? toys. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get?
0: Uh I've got a Vader, a vintage nineteen seventy seven Darth Vader uh-huh. from Star Wars, and also a Princess Leia. Ooh from Star Wars as well uh, Vader is missing his saber and his cape and Leia is missing her cape and I can't remember if this version of her comes with a pistol or not um, I think it does not sure. but not I don't so. I don't give a shit because that's now that's not part of my rules for collecting vintage Star Wars it's completing the collection not yep. getting every little thing yeah um, exactly so yeah super stoked to have them because I did not um, they are filthy though they need to a good a good dib dib oh, to get them okay. clean Uh, and I've also made a new rule from my vintage collection. I know I keep changing where the goalpost is. No, we kind of have to. So, my initial set of rules was I'm collecting each figure, um, but I don't care about accessories or playware or anything, and I don't need vehicles and I don't need everything. Yeah. So, pretty good rule. My new amendment to it is I am not collecting all of the Ewoks. Because... (laughs) Which, it's not that I don't like Ewoks. Ewoks are fine, and I have... Do I have one or two Yeah, aren't there, right like, now?
1: tons of variants of them?
0: Yeah, there's, like, ten fucking Ewoks. Oh, shit. And I love Star Wars, but I don't need my vintage Star Wars shelf to be monopolized by Ewoks. You so, just need
1: a Ewok as representative. Yeah,
0: you need one. So, my new rule is, uh, don't care if they're scuffed, played with, missing accessories, and... I don't give a fuck about Ewoks.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm kind of like that with the 90s Joes. I think my only, like, main thing is, like, no busted-off dicks. Or, like, no visible busted-off dicks. Because I think there's, like, one that's missing something small. But it's, like, not noticeable. And mm-hmm. no thumbs missing.
0: Yeah. That's my rule for collecting um, 90s Joe as well. Is everybody has to have their thumbs... And everybody has to have their donger because the Joe donger is snapped off all the time.
1: Yeah. Oh, there was the like Sergeant Slaughter barbecue that was like. Oh, Slaughter's Marauders. Yeah. Yeah. They have. I I love that color scheme for barbecue. It's so gross. And there was like in that guy's booth, he had like a bag of Joe's 40 bucks and I would have gotten it for the barbecue alone. Right. Except he had a busted off thumb.
0: Oh, shit. And I'm
1: like, fuck, I don't want to have to like source. I mean, it probably wouldn't be too hard to like just source find someone with like the well, arm, but it's like, I don't want to mm-hmm. pay 40 bucks for a project, right? I mean, I could have like right. sold off the other Joes, but yeah.
0: Why more work for me? <laughs> hey, speaking of Joe, our Wow is Joe themed. Hey, we should answer that for the boys. Wow. wow. It's called Wow. Oh my God. It's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you.
1: Okay, that that's the intro. It's just wow.
0: All right. Our wow from last week was best GI Joe character. Cuz we're trying to keep it positive. Yeah,
1: <laughs> don't worry. We'll switch it to worst
0: Star Wars
1: character. <laughs> uh Morph starts us off by saying Crockmaster uh posts a picture of Crockmaster and says, His design is so dumb, I love it.
0: I think uh, I love hey, yeah. I think I love Cause he's just like a fucking like nasty gimp bondage man. Yeah. With he's like, a like a kinky f-
1: Florida man.
0: Yeah, kinky Florida man. He's got like his gas mask that probably has a hose that connects to somebody's butts. Like he's yeah. got a fart gas mask. He's got butts. like a cod piece, he's got like leather chaps and a gator. He fucking yeah, Croc Master slaps.
1: Yeah, he's he's fucking sick. We're into it. Not in a kink shame way, he's sick, like but in a like a, he's he's cool. He's
0: sick, cool like the way a surfer would call something sick. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Maybe a little bit in the kink shame way, too.
0: A little bit in the kink shame way. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> um Noah gives us What's his sp-
1: name, Logan? What's his name this week?
0: Oh, Noah's name this week is the cum tree. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, if you want to join our discord and have great conversations that involve trees that smell like loads um, links are easily available please message us on instagram we're, or getting,
1: something. Uh, we're getting close to solving this mystery
0: of which tree smells the most like cum uh. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> noah says scoop and i had to look up scoop because yeah, he didn't scoop. leave much of it impact so cool. on me but Scoop rocks. He's from '98, at least the oh, version I him. was looking at. Uh, yeah, he rocks. He's just like a dude in like a cool, like almost like a flight suit, jumpsuit kind of thing. He's got like a a dope tactical vest. There's a lot to love about Scoop.
1: Oh yeah, he looks fun. I like him. Yeah, I we like Scoop. Him. Yeah, he's he's orange and green. He's got like a fun hat.
0: Oh, look yeah. at your little hat. Oh, the link I clicked was from Lulu Berlu. Oh! Oh! Those sick fuckers want 180 euros for them. Jesus
1: Christ!
0: I love Lulu Berlu, but I will never buy anything from Lulu Berlu.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone can.
0: Anyone can afford it, unless you're a, a French uh, app designer who's just living that IT lifestyle with all the good goods. That's
1: just <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that. Scoop rocks. That. Yeah. Scoop seems cool. Uh Zesse, whoever this guy is. And it's the uh the pork chop sandwiches GIF.
0: Pork chop sandwiches, pork oh chop my sandwiches. god, holy pork fuck, get <laughs> the fuck out of here! Oh my <laughs> god, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> there's a wonderful series called G.I. Joe PSAs, and yep. that was like classic E Bombs World downloading a 144 Video of somebody redubbing G.I. Joe clips. But, um, so good. Wh- who is shouting pork chop sandwiches? Uh, well,
1: no, I keep wanting to say barbecue, but it's the other firefighter guy. The
0: it's the guy. other firefighter guy.
1: Uh, shit. Backsplash, ass draft.
0: Astra- <laughs> ass draft. Fire man. Uh, long snout McDickus. Because people keep changing their names to dumb things we say on the show, uh, NAFTA is given us Snow Job, and Snow, jobs,
1: got, snow job's great. He's yeah. got a
0: picture of Snow Job. He has the most unfortunate name of all.
1: Hey um, man, we've all done weird to... things in snowbanks before. <laughs> I, that's mom... not me incriminating myself. Blowtorch is the name of, of pork chop sandwiches. Okay,
0: thank you. It gets lonely up north being a G.I. Joe. Uh, Sam the Mop is saying Joe Mama, which is an acceptable response.
1: We'll take it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Black Jelly Bean Man. Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, sorry. Sergeant Slaughter.
0: You can't spell laughter without slaughter. Um (laughs) The yeah of
1: him using a cobra bat as a baseball bat against Wait. other bats
0: so <laughs> so sergeant slaughter is also a wrestler right yeah yeah so he's a wrestler that was canonified in joe as well like it's the, yeah. supposed to be the same like character yeah it's the same person, dude right?
1: yeah same ass dude yeah okay he had very large jowls
0: well he was the good guy in wrestling because he was american So Sergeant Slaughter would walk out and be like, which,
1: oh, what have I done? you splash water on your fucking laptop again?
0: No, we're good. We're still recording. Um, (laughs) No, I just like bumped my headphone cable and I had an episode. It's
1: fine. Oh, thank God. See, I'm like, I'm so used to you spilling liquids on your computer that I'm like, that's what it is, right? Every time.
0: Uh, Yeah, so Sergeant Slaughter would come out and be like, I'm white. Who am I fighting? (laughs) Who is (laughs) it? Who am I fighting? Who isn't white today? Oh, fuck. Yeah, like I hate
1: that you're not wrong. Yeah, it's That's... fucking
0: crazy <laughs> how fucking heinously racist <laughs> all of wrestling was. Oh
1: shit! Wasn't uh, there
0: a dude like Rashiki who would just like fart on people's noses? Oh my god! I was wrestling so weird. I need to know who Rashiki is. Is
1: the the nose farter?
0: Oh, if you misspell Rashiki, a pretty lady came up. Okay. Oh. Rashiki. Was it Rashiki Wrestler? Okay. Alright. Yeah, his whole thing was just sticking his butthole on people's faces, I think.
1: Very cool. That's fast track to getting Pink Eye. Yeah, it. oh my
0: god. This finisher move was just pink eye.
1: <laughs> You're going to be out for at least a month.
0: But I don't know where this wrestler is from, but it seems like he would have been the bad guy based solely on the color of his skin cuz wrestling is inherently racist.
1: Wow, I hope no one ever takes that clip out of context.
0: They will. Fuck. Uh, sponge bat
1: the G- the cobra bats which are Yeah, the co- the cover,
0: cover bat slap i'm joking. yeah well, they're,
1: they're so that was one of the things where like like in children's cartoons you can't show someone killing another human but robots and aliens are like fair game right so, uh you would never see like any of the the lasers connect with like another human character right um but the second they started rolling out the bats it was just fucking like mayhem yeah yeah sergeant slaughter lived up to his name let's yeah. just say that
0: <laughs> he came out and he was like guess what i'm white and i'm human kill all robots <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love how that's fucked up it's so <laughs> fucked up empty orchestra i'm a basic bitch so i like snake eyes that's fine that's an acceptable answer uh, yeah hell yeah that's like if someone asks if someone asks what your favorite food is and you say pizza it may seem basic but you're not wrong
1: yeah it's not a lie no Um, you're
0: honest with your
1: feelings snake eyes was like the least snake eyes ever in the movie snake eyes
0: (laughs) i didn't watch the movie snake eyes is it a Ah, classic case of han solo the movie
1: I think I'd rather watch Han Solo than have to watch Snake Eyes again.
0: Well, I think you probably have more fun with Han Solo, because you've heard my little, like, breakdown yeah, of it. Yeah, so that's the, true. the scenes might have a little bit more humor to them.
1: Yeah, this, uh, Snake Eyes was, like, watching sandpaper dry.
0: That, sandpaper's already dry. I know. Vlad Bad says Road Pig. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he gross. He's, like, part of the Mad Max crew, right?
0: Uh, which one was Road Pig? I think he's a guy wearing hockey pads. Like,
1: the, Not the Marauders, the, um, fucking... Who,
0: whoever the Mad Max guys were. Yeah,
1: like the Destro's, like, Sex Fiend Club.
0: Destro's Sex Fiend Club. Yeah, his accessory piece is, like, hockey pads with spikes on them. Yeah, he's he's very Mad Maxian, for sure.
1: Wait, is that the one that's, like, the Mel, the Mel Gibson-looking one?
0: No, that's that a different little one.
1: Shock of white on the sides of his head.
0: No, that's a different one.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, uh, this
0: one has an anarchy tattoo on his arm, so he fucking rules.
1: Uh, classic uh, Gen X boys.
0: Yeah, Uncle
1: Jason. I didn't even think I owned a Joe growing up, so I took a quick look online, to, and to my surprise, apparently I did. I uh, had a few Series 7 Voltar, Series 11 Big Bear, Big Bear rocks. Series 12 Bio Viper, and a Series 12 Monstro Viper. Ooh. I'm going to have to look Ooh. those up because isn't Series 11 and 12 like kind of what we're looking for? Yes. All right. Good. Good. I'm probably going to want those now too. Uh, even though I had clearly forgotten about them, I also now distinctly remember them being some of my favorite toys to play with at a certain point in my childhood. Aww. Aww. Uh Out of those mentioned, my favorite was probably the Voltar or the Monster Viper. But I could choose from any of the toys. I would probably choose either the Cobra Inferno Bat V2 uh, from Series 32 or the Mercenary Wraith VB1 from Series 24
0: whoa the
1: bat v2s are pretty cool
0: the that's kind of cool though that we like opened a door for you and you're like i didn't even have joe and then you gave it a google and you're like whoa i had some joe i had
1: joes yeah i feel like i kind of felt the same way like when you were bringing up joe stuff because i'm like yeah i never had a lot of joes as a kid then i'm like oh except for that one that one that one and that one
0: <laughs> yeah totally i was I uh... did have
1: a lot of the core or like as everyone mispronounced it the corpse Ooh, I wouldn't uh, know anything about that. Ah, that was weird, right? But they had like, um, they were like the space-themed ones. Yeah,
0: yeah, I had a bunch of those.
1: So I had, I had a few of the white, like the white spacesuit dudes, and then I had like one of the vacuum.
0: Those guys' thumbs were worse than any Joe's They were. Ther. They were. They were just vanish if you looked at them.
1: But a small part of me kind of having them back because they are oh, pretty cool looking
0: yeah no if i came across core stuff i would definitely scoop it up but
1: just the space guys i think because yeah. the like the regular army guys didn't really do anything for me it was something about like the space dudes that got me all man slimy i fucking I said that
0: ew uh, I love that we opened this door for, for Uncle Jason, though, to remember these toys. Yeah. And at first I was like, whoa, maybe Joe's had different names in Sweden because of Monstro Viper. And then I looked it up and I'm like, no, I remember these guys. The weird mega monster thing. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. they had, they had they, That was like a weird line, but it was a yeah, cool line.
0: There, it was a weird line because... Um, What were they doing? It was like Star Brigade happened and then Mega Monsters and there was something like Mega Armor or something. And the whole idea was you basically smush Play-Doh on your Joes to make armor bits. It was very dumb. that's right. Uh, But it's great. Um, And then because I thought for a second there he had different names in Sweden, it made me think of the different names we have in Canada for the French version of some of them. And Snake Eyes' name in French-Canadian G.I. Joe is Zorro. Ew! It's kind of great off though. Fuck Quebec! No,
1: <laughs> no, Quebec can Quebec knows that it's fucking done.
0: Okay, you you gotta pick one. It's your turn.
1: Ah, uh, it's gonna have to be either uh, was it Slice the Red Ninja?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Slice the Red Ninja or Gears the Power Fighter. Cool. Because I want Power Fighter back again as a. An adult Tony.
0: I am gonna go with specifically nineteen ninety I'm looking on his leg stamp I knew it was ninety three or ninety four. Nineteen ninety three Duke with his Ooh, that's a good one. killing people in the desert on a lie, like sand uh sand camo. That's my Yeah, it's
1: it's not red camo on him, that's just like the blood splatters from the uh the innocents after the drone strike.
0: Yeah. I fucking love this guy so much. Yeah, War Crimes Duke. War Crimes Duke fucking slaps. I've even got him holding a machete because he's like, do on to others, the Bible says. I don't know. <laughs> <That's so laughs> now cool it's, Duke, now up, it's Duke man. who steps out and he's just like, I'm white and you are different. <laughs> I'm a G.I. Oh man, fuck! Uh, toy lines, wrestling—it's all fucking racist. Holy
1: shit! Oh, it hurt my insides. Okay, great. That's that's good. Good for us.
0: Yeah. Please, no one ever soundbite. I'm white and you're different because that's just with no con. Well, even with context, it's fucked up. Yeah, oh,
1: we're uh, we yeah. This is the last episode, guys. Sorry. We're... Well,
0: you have to laugh to keep from crying. You know, the state of the world so fucked. We gotta be yeah. able to laugh at how racist all of our toys were, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Holy shit.
0: Oh, <sighs> uh,
1: yeah. So, uh... Who likes to still collect toys? Let us know in the Discord below.
0: Thanks, everybody, for your participation in the WoW. Uh, our WoW for next week, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Hey, we're dying yeah. to know. Question time?
1: Hey, yes. Questions from the Discord.
0: The the Cum Tree asks What's your best hangover prevention protocol? I eat a lot of food and water before I sleep.
1: Prevention? (laughs) It's bold of you to uh, think that I prevent hangovers. Um, you know what? That is good. I think, eat, like, drinking water for sure. Like, yeah, like pounding
0: a bunch of water before you go to bed is very important.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, but I... but at this
0: point, I'm just kind of old and my body is shit. Like, I feel, yeah. I feel like if I were, I don't really drink anymore. But I feel like if I were to drink and be hungover, that said mm-hmm. hangover would last an entire day, if not longer. Yeah. And I I don't think there's any preventing at this point. It's like, I'm old to a point where my liver is like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not doing oh, all, yeah. <laughs> that, all that hard work. And so my body doesn't process the alcohol well or at all. And then I would just feel like pure shit, I think.
1: I have a pretty high, like, alcohol tolerance. Um, however, I've noticed in, again, in my older age now, that a ripe thirty five as of this episode coming out um I will not get drunk but I will definitely still have like a hangover in the
0: morning so your birthday tomorrow
1: yeah a little bit but cool happy um, birthday buddy thank you yeah it'll be like it'll, it'll suck because it's like you wake up and you're just like I gotta poop real bad all day now and it's gonna smell like cigarettes even though I don't smoke yeah gin's yeah. pretty cool uh yeah I don't know I mean I guess I don't really have a hangover prevention because I just... just It's like, it's what happens. Yeah. Uh, I also don't like drink to excess anymore. It'll be like a few... Except for la- that one time I was on the island where I had a pitcher of Mahita to myself, a couple highballs, and then smoked a whole bunch of weed.
0: Were you super hungover the next day? Actually, I was kind of alright. Well then, you're full of shit, Tony. I am full of shit.
1: No, I didn't realize that. That's kind of amazing. Maybe my body fixed itself.
0: Like, when I was younger, it's like, I could get, like, blackout drunk and, like, go to work the next day. And as long oh, yeah. as I had, like, a coffee or an energy drink and, like, did a barf barf in the fucking garbage can outside of work before I went in, like, I was oh, good yeah. to go. Uh,
1: well, I remember, uh, one of our, one of our early days bonding experiences was when we did the, um, the Mixel Challenge video. And mm, I didn't, yeah, yeah. We, we drank quite a bit. I did throw up. It was on camera. Uh, and the next day, we both went to work, and we were totally fine. Other than, like, ah, my abs hurt, because I, abs in air quotes, the area where <laughs> my abs should be diaphragm from <laughs> making puke-pukes. But other than that, I'm doing good. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I don't get hangovers, I just have terrible poops. There you go. Black Jelly Bean Man asks us, what's y'all's favorite representation of Canadians <laughs> in media? Letter Kenny, Trailer Park Boys, Bob and Doug McKenzie.
0: Ooh, uh, I like how all of those are all kind are good. of All of those are kind of offensive. Okay, not all Canadians oh, wow. are like that. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I the do. Song
1: I if I had a million dollars by Bare Naked Ladies is the best representation of
0: a Canadian of media of Canadians in media. <laughs> uh, no, all of those are great. I I feel like Bob and Doug McKenzie doesn't mean much to me because it's like a little bit more boomer humor
1: what like, you don't have their record
0: no i don't
1: um well, i do for some reason
0: weird i feel like that was something like my parents would have thought was funny but i Definitely. don't um trailer park boys on the other hand <laughs> oh masterpiece <laughs> yep. and letter kenny grew on me a lot i wasn't yeah, sure at so first good. if i'd like it but it's it's pretty darn good
1: uh yeah i oh fuck i do have to say for like current stuff letter kenny is probably the best representation but that's like that's not the Canada that we're from, and neither is Trailer Park Boys, because, so, the Canadian cities are painfully similar to, like, Americans. Like, we're just, right. yeah, it's it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, Vancouver's so,
0: very, very much, like, Seattle kind of thing.
1: Yeah, so basically, like, Letterkenny, Trailer Park Boys, like, you're that's, like, the rednecks of Canada. Yeah, but yeah. they do definitely exist. They do exist. It's a real thing. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah, Letterkenny's grown on me a lot. I think it's a great show and Trailer Park Boys is kind of a masterpiece. It kind like, of is.
1: Yeah. It's pretty wonderful. Cuz a lot of people thought it was real for the longest time, too. Right, right.
0: Like it fooled uh, a
1: lot of people.
0: One one little little bit of Canadian media that I'll I'll I don't know if I recommend it or not. <laughs> I started Uh-oh. I started watching it. I think the full movies on YouTube, but did you ever watch Fubar?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. See, that's Dude. one that I keep forgetting is Canadian too.
0: I think Fubar kind of set the template for what Trailer Park be- Trailer Park Boys beca- became yeah, that, that became makes sense. I don't know how to talk.
1: I know they made a sequel and I haven't seen the sequel. But that was like not Super. I want to say not too long ago, but realistically it was probably like 10 to 20 years ago now too. So
0: Yeah, time Time is a time serpent sucks. eating its own tail.
1: Fucking bullshit. Staples,
0: why is the real head next man so cute? I don't know, maybe it's because he's kind of giving a little cheeky smile. Aw, smiley boy. Kind of-ish, cute. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds
1: cute. really fucking cute. That sounds real ex-cute. It is real ex-cute, baby. Come tree. Why are doggies so happy?
0: Um, probably because they're better and c- better than cats in every conceivable wow. way.
1: Oh, every fucking time,
0: dude. Cats blow. They blow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dog dogs rock and blissful um,
1: ignorance. Dogs yeah, I think know. it's because dogs Shit. can
0: actually like emote and show emotion, whereas cats don't really. Cats
1: show so much fucking emotion. You just have They to
0: only read. have one. It's disdain.
1: Yeah, it's a relatable emotion, especially right fucking now.
0: All right, the man with the cat ears. You want to read the next one? I do have cats, don't I? <laughs> oh shit! Uh,
1: Long snout McDickus, which is NAFTA. Which anime series would actually make a decent live action series on Netflix? I think Beck Mongolian Chop Squad would work easily.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping, fingers <laughs> crossed, that Cowboy Bebop, Bebop. makes a decent live-action series. I'm hoping
1: so, too. It's looking pretty fun from what I've seen so far. So
0: I'm going to go with Cowboy Bebop or My Teacher Negima.
1: Oh, yeah, bring it back. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Yeah, shit, dude. I don't know. It's really hard. The Netflix ones are like... The track record is just, you know, mm. uh, fuck, dude. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, what, what even animes have I been watching? And I'm like, I don't know, not anything too exciting. Uh yeah. Let's. I'm gonna double with Mongolian Chop Squad because it's just about a band. It's like a band guy making a band thing, doing mm, doing band things. Band stuff. So it's like. It's not too anime that it, like... Like, it's that fine line, right? Like, you have to, like, either, like, fully embrace or, like, just be generic. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Beck is probably generic enough that it'll translate well. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a hard one. I just I just watch the anime more than anything. Like, I usually, s- like, skip live action
0: That's stuff. fair. That's fair. Vladbad had you guys ever heard of the Space Dwarves slash Squats from Warhammer 40k? I like the idea of being able to play a sci-fi version of any of the fantasy armies. Do you think Space Dwarves are due for a comeback? Um,
1: yeah, I remember those guys were like rogue trader, rogue trader era guys, right? But like...
0: um, When when I first read this, my brain defaulted to the Chaos Dwarves, which were a team in fantasy back in the day. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I think the Squats kind of got amalgamed in a way. Like, I Mm -hmm. think they're... They're sort of... I don't know. I feel like Space Wolves took the spot of where Space Dwarves should be, kind of.
1: Right, right. I'm not saying
0: it's okay or it's right, but I'm saying that's, I think, kind of what happened.
1: Well, I think, like, current Warhammer is trying to, like... Like, there are the fantasy elements, but they're trying to, like, differentiate themselves from it. Because, like right when was the last time we saw any new eldar stuff
0: right yeah um so, like, i mean only... a, little, a little bit but not a lot
1: yeah yeah so i think they're trying to like just like shy away from the fantasy because back when it was coming out it was like like the original like yeah. early stuff it was just like hey fantasy in space right
0: right right so. Yeah, and, like, orcs are kind of the the biggest holdout, but then the space orcs kind of have taken on a life of their own. But I guess, yeah. like, I guess uh, space dwarves would have done the same given the chance, so.
1: Uh, I know that there's a lot of, like, fan demand for squats to come back. Uh, I saw a few people do, like, a custom kill team of squats, which is kind of cool.
0: I'm sure they could do it and work it back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I
1: mean, like, I feel like there's enough homebrewing going on that, like...
0: Yeah, Much Motha to the chagrin of Games Workshop.
1: <laughs> ah, they know what they've done. Well, it's, like, who actually goes and does, like, tournaments?
0: Yeah, good point. Like, I
1: feel like everyone that's playing is, like, playing with friends or just buying models to build. Right, right. So, um,
0: yeah. Black Jellybean Man, did anyone ever make the Good Morning Toy World dating sim?
1: Uh, not yet, so...
0: So better get to Code on it!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who will you romance? Will it be Logan? Will it be me? Will it be a sentient anime girl statue?
0: Who knows? Will it
1: be Optimus Prime? (laughs) Sky's the limit for that. That'd be kind of fun, actually
0: yeah who would the cast be since since i forgot who we said it would be back in the day it would be me it would be tony yeah uh you pick two i pick two
1: like for who we thought it was like back in the day or like current ones no we're
0: making a new lineup because i can't remember
1: okay yeah so like generic anime waifu statue that gained sentience somehow is probably gonna be one of them right um and then i want to say optimus prime because that just makes oh. sense too. yeah that's good and I'm, it's not a cop-out because i already said the two
0: i'm gonna go with a vhs copy of the unrated version of pamela anderson's barbed wire like oh, an, a spice. like a sent <laughs> like just the vhs tape and sleeve is like come to life okay um, yeah yeah
1: it makes sense to me
0: um, I'm gonna do that and uh, <laughs> Bioshock Big Daddy because if you oh, get yeah, to have a big, both ro- have them and
1: that'd be yeah, a good if you effort. get to have
0: a big giant robot, so do I.
1: Good, good, I like it. Just like
0: the the Bioshock Big Daddy only communicates in like revs of his drill. <laughs> like he doesn't like talk or make noises. It's just like, do you want to go on a date tonight, Big Daddy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Insert jokes about penetration here. Uncle Jason, what's the most fun kit bash you've ever done on a toy? Do you have any plans/slash ideas for a toy kit bash that you would love to try to do sometime in the future?
0: Ooh, I think the most fun kit bashing I've had uh, is on many toys, which was all the Turn Up Twenty Eight stuff we've been doing
1: yeah that's yeah those are
0: fun that's real talk been the most fun because the aesthetic is so loose you can just make a mess and it's fine like yeah good enough is better is how is how i look at my dudes as i'm making them so that's the most fun i've been having recently Mm -hmm. uh i've been showing a little bit of interest in the like bandai star wars one six or sorry one twelfth scale model kit stuff oh yeah yeah and i'd like to do a custom mandalorian of some kind i think that, that would, would be, be really
1: fun. fun yeah that'd be super fun to do hell yeah uh i yeah. used to do a bunch of kitbashes as a kid with just broken toy parts um but they were very like they probably looked cooler in my childhood mind's eye than they do in real life in practicality. um but like yeah the turnip stuff was really fun Uh, I've been really liking, like, just kind of doing, like, head swaps and, like, bits and, bits and things on, um, Warhammer stuff as well. Uh, didn't realize just how much fun minis are, again, Mm -hmm. until now. Uh, and then I'm kind of, like, I've got a stack of, like, those, like, Frame Arm Girl Megami device fit toys, model kits, whatever. Uh, so I ordered a couple, like, extra parts for them and things like that from another store, and gonna try to do a little bit of kit bashing on those as well um so we'll see how those turn out or if i get frustrated and the pile goes back to the way it was before which was untouched
0: (laughs) it's a very real potentiality yeah you, everyone, for your questions. Now I'm doing a song to end this. Tony, did you want to say anything else to the people before we leave?
1: If you enjoyed this episode, please write and view us on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. I'm not going to sing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hang out with us, uh, we got a Discord. Links to that are easily available. Hey, you Come You kind of
0: sang the there. word Discord there a little bit,
1: Discord. though. Um, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I'm not going to confirm nor deny that. Uh, <laughs> and if you, yeah, hang out. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. Uh, you can answer questions and we can ask you them. And it's just a fun little community. Everyone's nice on there, actually, which is kind of nice, so.
0: Except, Lucas, you're still banned. Fuck you. All right, and remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. I can't believe I just said that nice things are nice.
0: Uh... Fuck. (laughs) I don't, it's good it's good we love it